Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 186 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Lauren. She's returned. She's back. Hi. How are you, Lauren? I'm okay. Yeah, it's been an interesting time. Uh, a lot of screaming babies and uh, fun stuff. But I'm here. I'm excited. Yes, I've managed to drag Lauren back for our year-end showcase spectacular. Yeah, I figured it's the end of the year, so... Yeah, why you know, not, eh? I need to. I need to. I need. I can't leave Daryl alone too long. Bad things happen. Yeah, he starts talking about weird stuff like Crystal Chronicles. Like, honestly, don't know what to do with well, him. Well, I may talk about that today. Yeah. Sorry. Is this because you're going to try and moderate me? Is that what you're here just to be? I, I'm allowed to talk about it for a short amount of time. And then <laughs> yeah, you will. and then I'll cut you off. I'll get the hook. I'll get the hook like they do on the comedy shows. Just like, yunk. Thanks. You're welcome. It's okay. We can talk about it. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about this year. The highs, the lows, the shocks, the embarrassments. Uh, it's gonna. It's been an interesting year, I'd say. It's probably been, um, I'd say, the weirdest year that we've face since we've been doing this it's the 31st anniversary guys <laughs> we're having a great year we have so much stuff planned yeah it's just been a really strange year because not really much has happened but stuff has happened but really like it's oh no we'll get onto it um but yeah so <laughs> yeah i've lost my train of thought now what do you um, think the chances are that hashimoto is going to be like the 32nd year is really the anniversary that you want to care about guys the anniversary of freaking final fantasy 2 Come on, no, that everyone. was this year. That was this year. Yeah, the thirty. Uh, that, that, this year was the thirtieth anniversary of Final Fantasy Two. But then Final Fantasy Two is the game they don't like. Yeah, exactly. So we'll celebrate the anniversary of the Final Fantasy Three whenever that came out. I think that's going to be in two years' time. Oh damn it, Square Enix! <laughs> uh, but then that's the one that we didn't get. Yeah, it's true. Oh, the- Thirteen is next year, though. Yeah, and and eight. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um. Yeah. So that's pretty much the show outline. Um. <laughs> for you new folks who are listening, Final Fantasy Union is a part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We have a new show every Tuesday working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union, and we'll come out on the iTunes store as well as FinalFantasyUnion.com. And we're now going to do our Patreon shout-outs in double time, Lawrence. Come on. <gasps> okay. Okay, we're going to start things off with Lewis James. Nahi Kablawi. Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. Chris Morales. Eric Decker at Choco Taco. Michael Graham. Thorin Bullen at Massacre 23. Zach Duranto at Z Duranto 58. Chris Pope at Dr. Pop 181. Mohammed Kayam. Rachel Casterton at Urbian Ray. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Darren Matthews at Doomster 73. Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Billy Jackson at Underscore Billy Jackson. Mike. Ishbel Ayala at Red Peppers. Vitanitas. Rob Porter at Squirty Birdie One. Tobias Cappy at the Tobias Cappy. Tori Patrick. Miles Ribbons. David Calro. And Moki Syacinth at Moki Mones. Yay! Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Okay, so before we get onto our 2018 uh, overview discussions, we're actually going to do something that we don't do very often, uh, and that's talk about us. What's our year been like? What is it like inside life of Daryl and Lauren? I know, it's crazy stuff mm. <laughs> lauren's giving me the creepiest look right now it's very interesting <laughs> so i've put down a couple of different things because actually it's been a, a whirlwind year that we actually had forgotten yeah. most of the things that had uh, happened throughout the year it happens when you um I, I know we keep like banging on about it but when you become care- parents uh you barely can remember what you did during the weekend yeah which actually happens to me a lot because generally on mondays everyone's like oh what you do on the weekend and i I have no idea. And see, I hang out with parents most of the time, so none of us remember, and then it's just awkward. Yeah. 
<laughs> you should just not ask the question. Just just send yeah. their mum around. Anyway, so I've put down some stuff. First of all, we are almost uh, at our two millionth podcast listen Jeez. since we started way back in like 2008. Aww. We have almost had over two million Babies. listens to the podcast, which is crazy. How different things were back then compared to now. They were very different. Uh, some people have actually been, I think, especially because we put it on Spotify recently. So it's, it's obviously very easy to go back and start listening to the original episodes. Oh, I remember with the FXN. FXN. David Turner. Yeah. Legend. A person who would never play Final Fantasy X 2. He was uh, apparently against it. Yeah. 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 Don't know how we would uh would have mended well. We we would have had some words. Well you would have had some words, yeah. But yeah. he also really liked Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah. Like obsessively liked it. Hmm. Which you don't. No. We would have had some words. Great stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we had uh we're closing in on two on our two minutes download, which is which is nuts. Um, we obviously had our fifth event this year as well. It's a it was a smaller affair. More yeah. or more uh, cozy. But still a lot of fun. Intimate, intimate. Yeah, I mean, it was just... Actually, no, we had two events this year. Yeah, we did, actually. Oh, wait, no, no, no. No, the other one, I thought... No, we did. We did one uh, earlier in the year, and then we did another one just before. Ah. See, we're remembering stuff on the fly. Yeah. I hadn't just written down the video. No, I didn't even think about that, because, yeah, I was pregnant. I was pregnant for both. Um, But, yeah, it was kind of like our last hurrah, because, obviously, like, having two kids now it's quite difficult to have events and plan events um but yeah it was it was a fun it was it was a fun experience and you know who knows what the future will bring i hope that i can meet up with everybody again soon we were thinking about trying to do some kind of mini christmas meetup but um time has got away from us yeah i'm still a bit in my feral state i don't i don't know if i should be let out in public yet <laughs> I don't think I should be. I don't think I should be released among the people. It's mm, probably a wise, wise decision. Yeah. Think Sandy Cheeks and uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, that's um, that's how I'm feeling at the moment. So yeah, on that note, we obviously had our second child, which um, yeah. you know, it's it's again, it's it's probably quite weird for you guys listening. It's it's weird for us uh, the fact that you know you've you followed us through this journey over the last decade. Yeah. We now have we now have two children. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like when I was starting on it, we were still dating and then we got married and... We weren't even dating when you started, I don't think. Or not, or you were on Final Fantasy Union, but not on Kingdom Hearts Union. Yeah, no, no, Kingdom Hearts Union, yeah. I, I didn't even really know Daryl at the time, which is just weird to think as well. But yeah, no, it's um, it's sort of like... <laughs> it's sort of like, um, I, I don't know, been a record for our relationship and a record for just our involvement in Final Fantasy over those years. And yeah, it's strange. It's really strange, but it's, it's also really nice. It's it's very romantic. You guys who have listened here for ages, you're, you're, you've gone through the love story of Lauren and Daryl. It's been epic. Yeah. I'm sure. Yep. Especially now, so much, uh, so much enthusiasm with me saying that. I so know. I'm sorry. We sound so, we sound so happy. Well, I guess we don't normally talk about ourselves or our, our relationship or what no. we're doing. We're just we're Daryl and Lauren. We host the podcast, and that's yeah. that. Yeah. We just happen to be married and have children. Yeah, it's pretty chill. I mean, granted, I don't think you guys really much, very much appreciate us just being like, "Oh, it's Muchipoo. Oh, you're so, so cute. I just can't get enough of you." Oh, you're well, I don't so think you've ever actually done that. I might have done. 
Maybe to our children, but not me. <laughs> a bit strange. Um, but yeah, so the other big thing is that we've just hit 75,000 subscribers on YouTube as well, which Jeez. is also nuts. Yeah, I mean, that, like, we we started off sort of in the, in the like, late 2000, like, I think we were about it was, 2000. It was really late 2016. But then we were, um, but then we had, like, only 2,000 subscribers at the time. I don't even think we had that, because we started it up, I think, at the end of 2015 as, because we'd had numerous requests from people to, from people for us to just upload the podcast onto YouTube. Mm -hmm. So we set the channel up just to do that, and then um, as the year, as 2016 progressed, we started doing the live chats, uh, and they started to get a little bit of popularity, Um, and then we obviously had that ban, remember, we got that community strike. Yeah, we got a copyright strike, we had just come home from Blue Water, and they were just like copyright strike and it was all like this really stupid thing because we put a video live with the wrong title and then google's system thought that we were trying to scam something or upload something that we shouldn't have been and then stupidly we didn't read the rules no, and then i deleted the video, deleted the video which means we couldn't appeal it appeal it no so we just kind of had to stick with it for ages six months yeah six months we had to go was with that, that when we were at our old house as well um i think I we think might so, have been yeah, yeah. Yeah, old, old house. It was before we even, like, moved the bed into our office area yeah. as well. It was crazy. But, yeah, no, it was, um, it's been a intense sort of lifetime for us on YouTube. Um, I mean, I've I've completely changed the way I do videos at the moment. We've, we've gotten to a real groove as to how we do things, how we produce things, which is nice. Um... But it's just it's just surreal to think of where we came from versus how we are right now. It's almost like it's it's always been this way, but it's also like it's completely different. It's also weird to think about how like, the small decisions, or not, or not even maybe the not small decisions, but the big decisions you make that have an impact on your life. Yeah, like all the all of this has kind of happened because when I finished university, I decided that i wanted to try and teach myself a different programming language yeah and because of that i taught myself php and i'd i'd been making final fantasy websites for a long time before that but like i'd stopped um i don't know four or five years prior to this and um i was like well if i want to make a website what do i know about yeah final fantasy okay so i wrote to my friend in nelson we started building this website about Final Fantasy Twelve, even though we didn't like Final Fantasy Twelve. <laughs> uh, because Good it was job, just guys. it was just the most recent one out there and we had yeah. to, we bought the guide and we were like, Well, it's the easiest thing for us to make. Um so yeah, I started using it to teach myself programming. The website started doing really well though. And then because of that I um I can't remember why I spoke to Kyle. I think I was a member of their forums or mm. or I'd emailed no I think I'd emailed uh, David mm. to ask for an affiliation between our two websites because he had FXN yeah. and I knew David from adventchildren.net and um but I'd never really spoken to him I just remembered his username which was Final Fantasy Kid. Yeah. And uh yeah and then I went on the podcast just randomly I was like I've never podcasted before I didn't even have the equipment to do it so I just went you out and bought so all the stuff. You sounded so sweet and so shy. I was absolutely terrified. You were so sweet. I was so terrified. I'd never done anything like that before. I'm I'm usually very um shy and I keep myself to myself. But I just thought, you know what? This sounds really interesting. I'm going to yeah. give it a try and then 
we had the the one show episode three was my first show and then i didn't go on for a little while and i was just kyle let me back on let me back on i want to i want to come back on i want to do a better job than i did before and then uh i became a permanent host and then kyle and i obviously went on this massive adventure to like i quit my job we like made all this uh, video game publications and it's just nuts to think that like yeah i mean when i told people i was quitting my job to make a video game website everyone thought i was absolutely bonkers yeah yeah because in that in that time it was still like a bit insane to do that like video games were popular but they're they had nowhere near the potential that they had now like in the sense that like they weren't universally it wasn't universally known that you could have a career in video games essentially no and um yeah it is so funny i mean i think about my own sort of journey with it like i mean obviously i didn't i wasn't there at the beginning um but like with uh lauren uh mcfadden i Basically, when we were in high school, I met her and um, she hadn't had a PlayStation 2 yet. And I kept saying, like, you know, if you get a PlayStation 2, we can play Kingdom Hearts and all this stuff. Because she was really, really, really interested in Kingdom Hearts. And then she finally did get it. I think she might have gotten it for Christmas one year or birthday one year or something. And then she finally played it and fell in love with it. And then... To the point where she became part of the forum scene. I wasn't much with um, with sort of game-specific forums. I was more of a Gaia person myself. So <clears throat> I wasn't really into like KH Insider and that kind of stuff at the time. I just kind of uh, lurked on Gaia posting up my like crappy artwork and all that sort of stuff. Um, always trying to get the gold. Always needing to get the gold to make my characters. To get that hustle. Need to make my characters look cool. That was like the best part about Gaia. Um, and she came up to me one day and was just like, I have this friend Kyle and he's looking for hosts to be in a Kingdom Hearts Union uh, podcast. And I was just like, oh yeah, sure. I can I can help out with that. And so we used to record in her bedroom. Um, we used to, I think we used to share her mic as well. Um, until eventually I got my very own live chat my own live chat microphone where it was attached to my face and sounded amazing. Yeah, the quality of those headsets we used to use was so bad. They were so great though, just to start off with. But yeah, and then um, through that, uh, I started doing reviews on Gaming Union and then that's how I met Daryl because he had to approve them and I was very nervous because um, I was made to review a game that I had no clue about and uh it was the test it was the test and i i passed i was like what game kyle i remember kyle and i were just thinking what game can we give lauren to review Mm. ah trials evolution you gave me a choice you gave me a choice i was either what that game it was trials hd or it was something else and i chose trials hd and like i just remember being so paranoid on how to get through it and doing the stuff it's a hard game as well like really hard but yeah, no, I um I pushed through and then I started doing news for Gaming Union and yeah, and but it was just me, it was me getting Lauren in like finally pushing Lauren. It sounds horrible though. I was pushing Lauren to push her parents to get her a PlayStation 2 so that she could play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> um and um yeah, I I it, it was just me stoking Lauren's uh passion for video games fire 
And now she's become like a really successful cosplayer because of it. Exactly. Like she's, she always had it in her. She just needed that little, that little push. I was the bad influence, but <sighs> a good influence too. Yes. But anyway, I just realized that's not, got nothing to do with 2018. No. Just hi. a little history lesson um, about yeah. us. The good old days. Yeah, reminiscing for those who have obviously been on this journey, but for you newer folks, that's how we got started. Mm. We quit our jobs. We well, I didn't quit my job. I quit my job. Yeah, you were more dedicated. Yeah. I ended <laughs> up going back to work, though, but that's... That's a... That's yeah. less, less inspirational. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 2018, um, we've talked enough about ourselves, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. So this we've year was, I'd say, probably the most underwhelming year in the history of the franchise. Are you sure about that? That I'm aware of. Mm. I'm, the history of the franchise started for me in 1997, so... Ah, okay. I didn't. It didn't exist before that for me. <laughs> no. Um, but no, like I'd say in, in in the time that we've been covering it, it was like a really weird kind of low year. Yeah. And it, and it kind of shouldn't have been because we obviously had Disidia NT that came out at the start of the year, and I know that there was a lot of excitement around that. Which is weird to think. Like I I almost feel like it's been out for ages. It's but... almost it's almost been a year. Yeah, but only a year. I guess just because we had the arcade version that we kept reporting on. Yeah, like obviously it came out like two or three years beforehand and mm. it was just kind of a case of when is it actually going to come out? It came out in January. I think the weird thing is that it's just compared to the first Decidia and the second one, which were really well received and obviously were anniversary games as well. This one just came out and it just, it didn't have that. It it no. was just really underwhelming. People were unhappy with the the quality of the content, the way that they presented the game. It just had this really kind of mixed reception. And I don't know, it just, I don't know if that set the scene for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, there was kind of like a initial push, wasn't there? Like, we really kind of went full head into it. And then, yeah, I mean, I... The fact that, I mean, we talked about it for ages, um, but like just the fact that the characters weren't necessarily great, the ones that they added in, like initially, they just didn't really grip your attention. But I mean, the thing for us was also that they launched Opera Omnia at the same time. And that's true too. And everyone, well, well not everyone, but a lot of the people that we spoke to that had both were enjoying Opera Omnia way more. And that, it's it's like a... A cash-grabbing mobile game. Exactly. Which, I mean, the City NT was a cash-grabbing console game, but, you know, that's... Ah, yeah. Eh, but yeah, yeah. either way, I mean, yeah, it, it was a bit of a weird time, but Opera Omnia seems to be still kicking we, along. We ended up really deleting well. it because we were playing it too much. Yeah, it was getting really dangerous. We were, But now we're addicted to a Japanese learning game, so it's all good, you know? Yeah, yeah. We moved on it's to more something productive. that's educational. Um, but yes, yeah, so obviously Decidia NT came out right at the beginning. Then we had the Final Fantasy 15 Royal and Windows edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Pocket edition come out for Final Fantasy 15. And then after that, it just nothing. I don't know. It's it just kind of yeah. We had a lot of cancellations. It's been it's just been like a kind of weird nothing year. Like I think the Kingdom Hearts guys have been complaining for years about the fact that they haven't had anything to talk about. Because of it's Nomura. Nomura doesn't do anything. Yeah. And now we're going to be... We've been in that same cycle now. There's no games to look forward to, really. Like, no yeah. fresh games, apart from the 7 Remake. And it's Nomura. And he doesn't really do anything. Like, he's not 
a fan of the media uh we were mm-hmm. we were very spoiled with tabata mm-hmm. but before before tabata came onto the scene obviously we had uh, the 13 trilogy and there was a game of that coming out every two years so they were already always in like kind of press mode mm-hmm. because they had to promote the next installment but there was other things like type 0 hd like we've had so many games coming out over the past five or six years and this year has just been apart from the city nt kind of just uh i don't know it's a, I don't know if they're just taking stock or letting the franchise rest for a little bit, which is fine. Yeah. But I think it's just uh, everything that's happened outside of that. Like the, the core news things that have happened have just kind of made it that little bit more, uh, you know. I think like, you know, we say that about it, but like mobile mobile games seem to be doing a lot of the stuff at the moment. Like most of the news updates that we've had have been regards to mobile gaming and that kind of corresponds with um, a financial report they did sort of ages ago about the future of Square Enix and I think like you know they're sort of doing what what's working for them financially it's it's more financially viable for them to do a mobile game um like they they obviously with a new empire they're making a load of money from it well a new empire making a load of money. The developers, yeah. I don't know how much of a cut well, they're, getting, like, a commi- getting. they're probably yeah. getting like a, a decent commission. Free money! Uh, with that. But then even, I mean, you have Opera Omnia, you have Record Keeper, you have Mobius, you have... Um, Brave Exvius is making yeah. tons of money. You have um, uh, the Kingdom Hearts Union Key. So most of what they're doing is either mobile gaming or Final Fantasy fourteen. But I, I mean, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen does make them a load of money. But Final Fantasy fifteen also made them a ton it, of cash. It, it did, but it's the payout of how much they had to pay out in order to make Final Fantasy fifteen, which I guess we'll never know because that's the whole thing. There was the whole, the kind of for many years they weren't working on it, so it wasn't costing them very much money. It's true. It's true. But like, it's. I mean, well, yeah. I I I have no clue how much money goes into everything, but I would. My logic would suggest that it's probably cheaper to make. It's you know, it's probably more financially viable for them to make a mobile game. Um, it's cheaper to make one than it is. Um, I can't think of how to say it. It's um, it's cheaper to make a mobile game, and you can get more profit out of it versus making a AAA title that may or may not review well. Yeah, I guess it's going to be interesting to see that what happens if other countries follow suit with Belgium. Yeah, because they're going to start banning loot boxes now, aren't they? Yeah, so a lot of the Square Enix mobile games are going to be banned in Belgium. Yeah. Which is rightfully so, because, I mean, it is a shame that we've gotten in this into this predicament with mobile gaming in general, like the fact that it's just become so toxic because they're using gambling tactics but then at the same time if they're banning mobile games they should uh, those kind of mobile games they should be banning facebook as well because that's still releasing dopamine um oh, we don't go into psychology in this podcast, i know Lauren. but but that's the thing you know like it's still there's okay so they're not spending as much money on facebook but they're certainly completely addicted to it so it's just um but it is it is an interesting step that belgium are taking and yeah as you said i wonder if more places are going to follow suit yeah that will force them to change change tactics again tactics but anyway so on the subject of final fantasy 15 i mean it was obviously the big news story this year they announced the dlc at pax east for season pass 2 it's going to have episode arden aranea luna freya and noctis 
And then during the second anniversary stream, <laughs> they cancelled it all apart from episode Arden. Like, yeah. And also they announced that Tabata had quit. Yeah. It's just It was really so, sad. So... I, I, I even still now I'm a bit lost for words about the whole thing because I, know. I just I don't know what happens to cause this because it's just it's just nothing short of embarrassing yeah. for Square. I mean, I I think it's just been a long time coming. I think I think the way that Square Enix works and has been working is very restrictive and it's full of pressure and it just seems like. A lot of the older employees are succumbing to the pressure a lot recently. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I have a feeling that, like, if Nomura does any more, he's going to have to go on medical leave at some point. I have a feeling he's going to have to go, like, on a medical break at some point. I wonder point if he's going to... I wonder if he'll leave after the 7 remake. I don't know. Either way, like, it just must be so much on his plate at the moment. We were looking, like, he generally works on about six or seven games per year now. Yeah, whereas when he first started, he was, like, working on one one game a year. Um, and, yeah, no, it's just, it's just, I think it's really, it's really detrimental to their health. And, like, I mean, I think it's just a... a something that's happening in japan in general they're really struggling it seems like with current gaming a lot of them and um a lot of the companies are really trying to match the western titles um for money and that type of thing and they just they they just for some reason they can't seem to get it right in some cases granted there still are plenty of Japanese companies that are doing well, but it's because they're focusing on their strengths. Like, I mean, you have um, from software, they're essentially, they're focusing on the Soul series, which is what makes them the money. And that's, that's you know, that, that that's what they do. They do the Souls games and they well, do it very well. Well, they stopped doing them now. And they stopped doing them now. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, they, they, well, they're still going to do Bloodborne. They're still going to do a Bourne There game. are rumors about Bloodborne too. But there's, and there's the new game that's Sekiro. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just think like the Jap, uh, the Japanese industry, game industry in general is, is, is suffering because I think they're putting too much to pressure on their creators and the creators are finding that, oh, wait. I can just develop my own company. And yeah, that's what's happening a lot. Like a lot of the senior Square Enix people are leaving to found their own little development studios and or make just their be own mod games and yeah, or be freelance, which as a game designer I think is a bit harder. But mm. Tabata obviously had 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 enough with what was going on or they, they pushed him out, like one of the two, but it doesn't make it any less sour. No. I don't think. It's just one of those things where like we know we rarely have to report on bad news Mm -hmm. like stuff going wrong as such like delays are pretty much as bad as it normally gets something's been delayed oh no i mean with final fantasy 15 we pretty much got used to everything being delayed Mm. i'm expecting episode arden to be delayed after they announce its release date too yeah but i mean like with that i kind of was happy in a way just because i didn't really care about the other dlc particularly Mm. just because i didn't feel like it added anything I mean, Aranea maybe, but like the other ones, I just didn't feel like they added anything. So I'm still happy. If they had canceled Arden as well, I think I would have been a bit more peeved. I mean, all of them were just unnecessary in the first place. Exactly. But I think Arden would be, Arden is interesting enough. Um, So that's really all we have on the horizon. That that happened with Final Fantasy XV. Obviously, yeah, like it was just 
it's just a bit of a debacle, really. Yeah. And I, I don't even. I f- I feel really sorry for the team that are still working on it because yeah. it's just like everything that they've done has just been. I don't know. It's just everything they've tried to do with Final Fantasy Fifteen has just gone wrong somehow even though it's still done extremely well i know just the public opinion has been split and i I think that's the from from i guess from as from from a fan's perspective it's it's weird because they the whole thing with fun fantasy 15 was that they if the game wasn't successful they were basically going to be in the franchise for a while let it rest let it recover but it's all really well it's 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 gained a fan base. It's yeah. put Final Fantasy back on the map, but then all of this stuff just, but then takes it back down, and like the popular opinion is so bad about the game now. I know. Just because, I think it's just more about how they did it all. Mm-hmm. Like it's the second anniversary stream. You don't announce that everything's canned. <laughs> You're yeah. supposed to be like a happy thing, and it's like, oh, and then we're gonna get some people on that just. Oh, how do you feel about Tabata quitting? Yeah. Oh well. Uh. Well. Um. Yeah. Uh. The, we <laughs> still got stuff great. coming out, guys. Yeah. Like comrades, stand alone. And I stuff. feel fantastic. But yeah, I mean, like, obviously that that happened, and the E three showcase was, I guess, again, nothing really short of an embarrassment for them. Yeah. Uh, it was built up by um the media, I guess. Um, not Square Enix themselves, it doesn't really seem like from what I remember, mm-hmm. about this being like this press conference they were doing for E3 and it just was a, a mix of old trailers and they announced The Quiet Man which has turned out to be terrible. Yeah. Uh, they announced Babylon's Fall which we've seen nothing about since. Wasn't a good time for them at all. No. No, I mean, the only thing that's really kind of good that's come out from Square Enix recently is probably Dragon Quest Eleven. And that's, that's an been... old game. Oh, came out earlier in Japan this year? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, wait, no, it might have been last year. I think it was, it was It was. in the past. I mean, yeah, it's just kind of a localization. But it still is a great game, and it's still the one that I actually, like, I, I've been really enjoying playing. Um, but, yeah... Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. They can't even do the Switch right because everybody was just like freaking out about the fact that Final Fantasy VIII's not on the Switch. Like just everything, everything is. But just I was going to say that Enix. like the TGS is the one where they kind of got it right. Yeah. Like they um, announced that all the games like seven, uh, nine, ten, ten two HD remaster, Zodiac Age HD, um, and fi- no, what else is coming out? Oh, loads of games are coming out on the Xbox One and Switch. Like, yeah, all the all the old, all the old remasters, basically. Yeah, and like when we were initially thinking about, it, we we're like, oh, this isn't really big news. And then like my dad started talking about it. Yeah, it was really like, strange. And all these people at work started coming up to me because they know like I'm into Final Fantasy. They're like, oh, like so I've got an Xbox One and a Switch or or a Switch like, but I've never really played a Final Fantasy. Which one should I play first? And like just it for some reason, was just the, probably the biggest announcement they've done for a while. I wonder if it's because of the popularity of Final Fantasy XV that people are starting to think, like, maybe we should play... Maybe we should play the original, or, like, um, not the original, obviously, but, like, the older games. But, yeah, no, I just remember it being really strange that everybody, like, just tapped into that one. Because I'm just like, y- you can play most of them on, on Steam. You could probably even play more of them on Steam than you could on the switch and uh xbox one like just just what are you guys going on about like get with the program yeah it's you know? not it, it didn't really seem like that big of a be, deal i hate to be so hipster but you guys are like what, what are you what are you freaking out about 
but, but yeah. it was it was a big deal yeah it was huge and yeah. uh i was i was kind of shocked about how big of a, an update that was and i think it's kind of weird but obviously hashimoto last year had said that this year was going to be such a big year for announcements they're going to do something that was really cool and yeah. then maybe this is it maybe yeah. this was the announcement that he this was this was their hail mary yeah because i mean it's obviously not all happening till next year yeah but alongside that they announced some remasters as well and the big one of course was crystal chronicles remastered oh yes because that's going to be exciting it's going to be very exciting and i, I can't wait to, to hear it, more so about excited. it yeah I'm excited to play it just because I'd never played it before and it will be fun. I think Allie will really enjoy it. I think she'll really enjoy watching it and watching us play um, and maybe even playing herself since she is insistent on playing games now. Well, by the time that it actually comes out, she will probably be old enough to figure out what she's doing. Which is crazy. It's crazy to think about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But either way, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's sort of been a bit of a... A bit of an okay year. Yeah, for... it's been it's been mixed. So like, there's been I, I think the Crystal Chronicles and the the multi platform announcements have been really positive. But the DLC cancellations, the E3 showcase, yeah. the recent releases of Quiet Man, and oh yeah, we forgot um, Comrades having. I mean, we already know it was going to be its own standalone game, but like the announcement about Comrades as well has been big this year. Yeah, although it got solid by the fact that. Yeah. they announced everything on that stream i know um and uh maxima yeah. came out for world of final fantasy but like there was a little bit of buzz around that but yeah nothing too massive no it will be interesting to see what happens next year like i'm really wondering if they have anything else sort of planned at square enix well according to nomura the final fantasy 7 remake hype train is going to start next year <laughs> which means it's probably not going to start next year <laughs> let's be real guys yeah it's probably gonna just uh, it'll be him just doing an interview with Famitsu every like quarter and just saying development's still going well yeah because <laughs> that's all he ever says development's still going well <laughs> it's like that dog in that picture where he's just like this is fine and everything's burning up in flames yeah. this is fine it's okay it's all fine it's fine everything's going great it's going great guys um but yeah, so that's but that's yeah. pretty much it. Like it's been, yeah, it's it's been a mixed. It's been a very mixed year. Yes, we've had some stuff, but at the moment, we don't have a Final Fantasy game on the horizon apart from Seven Remake. So next year, it could be. Oh no, I say it could be nothing. We know that we know that Crystal Chronicles Remaster is going to come out next year. That's all we need. That's yeah, it. That's it. Year saved. Done. Over. It's going to be the best year that we've ever had in the, in the history of Final Fantasy, apart from when the Crystal Chronicles originally came out. Yep. That was the previous best year. And ever. it's also going to be the anniversary of Final Fantasy VIII, of course. Yes. Which means Final Fantasy VIII remaster, please. So yeah, please. I mean, that, that's what I'm looking forward to next year the most, the Crystal Chronicles remaster. Lauren's looking forward to the Final Fantasy VIII re-release. It's never going to happen. And Kingdom Hearts 3. Duh. That's not a Final Fantasy game. It is not a Final Fantasy game, but it has Final Fantasy essence. There may be some Final Fantasy characters in there. There's essence. Unconfirmed. Yeah. So I'm so excited for that. Like that's about it. Like Square Enix wise, that's about what I'm excited about. Yeah. 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 And I also kind of want to pre-play. It, it gives me time to replay some stuff because I haven't. I'm I'm quite um, quite uh, what's what's the word that I'm looking for? Rusty. You have a big pile of shame. Yeah, I'm quite rusty on the older games, so I would like to go back and and replay like four and five and that kind of stuff. 
But yeah, and you guys remember Colin, yeah, the something former about, something about peasants host burning. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. He, he said he wanted to talk us to talk about Shadowbringers, but unfortunately we're out of time, Colin. Yeah, so sorry, sorry. about that. Maybe out of time. Maybe next time. Yeah. So we're going to go on to our music segment now. Generally, Colin, we are sorry. We have children. You know, we have time limits. Yeah, we do. Um, so this song is from Fisherman's Horizon. And it was suggested to me by Rachel on the Aww. Discord server. And it's a Christmas version of Fisherman's Horizon by Noughts. We just destroyed your town. It's Christmas. Yay. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the last podcast of the year. Um, hopefully you guys have a really great Christmas, a new yeah. year, whatever festivals Holiday. or holidays you want to do Christmaca. or don't do. Christmas Kwanzaa. Um, the next the next podcast isn't going to be until the eighth of January, twenty nineteen. But Jeez. there is a Kingdom Hearts union uh, next week. Yes. So if you if you like Kingdom Hearts, that will be out next week. Mm-hmm. Be sure to subscribe to us though on iTunes. Just search for Final Fantasy, and we are there or thereabouts. And also, why not check out our YouTube channel? Why not? We just yeah. did a really cool video on Final Fantasy VIII with some some facts that apparently most people haven't been aware of. So if you are a big Final Fantasy VIII fanatic. Check that video out. You will hopefully learn some things about the creation of the game as well as some interesting mechanics that st- reside within it. We stumped you guys. We actually did it. We did. We stumped some of you. But yeah, of course, if you want to catch out older episodes, uh, you can check us out on Spotify or the website, FinalFantasyUnit.com. We have every episode archived on there. And you can also check out all our news coverage on there, which is mostly around the mobile games at the moment because not much else is happening. Mm. Also, if you really enjoy what we do, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion. We will at some point be revising the Patreon next year. Yes, definitely. We aren't sure when yet, but it will happen because the tiers we have available aren't the best for anyone, it feels like. Yeah, we, we really just, we've been talking about it for a while, but it's just been the timing. Like, we want to be able to deliver what we're promising you and... It just doesn't. It just didn't feel like the right time right after we had Lizzie to to sort of revamp everything and be like, yeah, we're gonna do it. And then I can't actually make it to the post office because I am in pain and struggling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, that will happen at some point. But yeah, for now, um, thank you all so much for listening to us throughout another year. Yay. Hopefully, next year is a good one for Final Fantasy, and we will see you there. Bye, guys. I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com production.